welcome to Bear Creek's Tuesdays Together. We record Tuesdays Together live every Tuesday night on our online campus at 6 p.m. Or you can tune in here shortly after um, that episode airs on our online campus right here on our podcast channel. Thanks for listening. Here's Tuesdays Together. Welcome to Tuesdays Together. I'm Pastor JP. This is Pastor Jenny, and we are talking about Pastor Appreciation Sunday. Yes, this was the sermon from Pastor Appreciation, and it was titled Pastor Appreciation. Because um, Pastor about... Tony talked about appreciating your pastor. Yes. yes, and we do appreciate our pastor. We do. <laughs> um... Most days, according to him. Because <laughs> Most... apparently not everybody appreciates him every day. Yeah. So. You know, and I think that that, um, not even we actually talk about him every, every Sunday. So, you know, I think that every, um, I don't think it's just pastors. I think that like every person that is in leadership fills those days where yes, you're not really sure that everybody likes you because <laughs> it's tough being in charge of things. Like, you oh, know, much for pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. this week <laughs> made me, he feels pretty pretty like uh but you know just in general like it it's hard being a leader mm-hmm. um you know we're staff pastors we're not the scene lead senior pastor like pastor tony um but and no you intention know, of ever becoming a senior pastor no okay don't say that because we didn't have any intentions of becoming this either <laughs> so, so, she ain't wrong. put that out there um but yeah so i mean like when we do something and somebody gets upset with us who do they usually go to? They usually go to Pastor Tony. So he's usually dealing with um, more than just his own stuff going on. He's usually, you know, if we upset somebody or somebody doesn't like something we do, it yep. goes back to him. He still gets to deal with it. Yeah. So What a deal. Yeah. So it is, uh, <laughs> it is tough. And just in our areas, we have moments where we're like, no, I don't really feel like anybody likes me right now because I didn't. I didn't really want to have to say that, but it did. And or people even know you're on staff because you know if you're like Jenny, like half oh, Sunday people don't even know that she attends the church. So <laughs> when we started doing the announcements, yeah. they started realizing that she's the children's pastor and she actually attends church. Yes, she's I just do. usually not in there. I do. In the sanctuary, um, anyway. She's yeah, in kids' I, church. I feel a little disconnected sometimes, but I do watch all of the services. Um, and this is always good for me, too, doing the Tuesdays together because I get to go back over all of the sermons again, mm-hmm. even though um, I'm, I'm watching them as I'm editing. And then I usually will, like, listen to it again. So I'm probably getting it actually more than <laughs> if more I than would once. just yeah. sit in, in the service because I edit it and listen to it. I listen to it again, and then we talk about it um, on Tuesdays. You're so. well-versed in the message by the time it's all said and done. Yes. I try to be. <laughs> I try to be. So, um, Pastor Tony opened up <clears throat> this um, message uh, about pastor appreciation with Philippians 1, 3 through 11. So, I'm just going to read through it to kind of reconnect us back to what it said. Um, he talked about one of the greatest pastors to ever live knew this. Um, so knew the relation, knew this, knew the relationship, Mm -hmm. um, between a pastors and congregation is codependent. Mm -hmm. And so Paul in Philippians one addresses the church in Philippi 
And he says, I thank my God every time I remember you. And all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart. And whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So. So, my, yeah, so my, my notes that I took off that was, Paul first shows his appreciation for the church and talked about the things that he does for does for them because mm -hmm. he loves the church mm -hmm. and the church being not just the church as a, as a sanctuary because mm -hmm. back then, as we heard a lot of times, it wasn't a building. Yeah. There wasn't a building. They met in people's homes. They met on the streets. They met in the woods. They met they wherever met in they could small be. <laughs> small groups. Hey, make sure you're in one. <laughs> so. And also make sure, by the way, you won't even say hi or make, leave a comment so we know you're watching. Because if like several people aren't watching, we don't know who else joining us. So we want to see yeah, you guys. Yeah, it doesn't always show us here. And sometimes they met in a cave or in secret. But how did the church meet? They met however they could get together. And then Paul wrote all these books, like this one being the Philippi. They were all letters to the church. And it was a church of that area. It wasn't like the Baptist church. It was a God church or the First Baptist or the Bayou George Baptist or the First Assembly or the... Mary Creek Assembly, it was to the church mm -hmm. of that area and to the believers, probably because they had a lot less dramatics when it came to, if you believe in Jesus, you believe in Jesus. It wasn't like one way or the other. It was yeah. either you're religious or you believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so that they found a commonality as the church. Mm -hmm. And so his letter was to the church and he's saying, hey, I appreciate you. And, and he said, and I almost, I think it's really funny, like, because we always talk about like, two or two good things one bad thing one good thing if you're talking to somebody mm -hmm. you're coaching somebody yeah it's almost, it's almost like what paul was doing this you yeah know, talk about it i love you for this i do that this is why i do mm -hmm. and then later on he starts saying I need you to do this. this is what you really need to be doing <laughs> yeah. and then he starts saying, and i love you guys and i'll go on so and yeah. I'll, be, I'll be back so yeah yeah so he's talking about it. he appreciates them and then pastor as pastor mentioned as paul did we're dependent upon each other he mm -hmm. said, I need you guys to be praying for me because most of the letters Paul wrote, you saw were in his downtime, mm -hmm. which means he was sitting in jail in chains. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I feel like Paul was a little bit of ADHD like me and he didn't slow down much. No. So the only yeah. time he wrote his letters was he was sitting in jail cells, sitting still for a little while. Yeah, otherwise he was busy. Or he's on a boat back and back and forth between countries. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's funny that uh, when we started uh, – talking about this I, I think we we kind of talked about it um like just kind of I think after that Sunday mm -hmm. you kind of sometimes sometimes he gives me like updates on like you know what what went on in the service and like what Pastor Shane talked about of course I see the notes beforehand too but a lot of times it may not make sense to me on the notes until 
Saturday night, yeah, Saturday morning, like, she's telling me how good the message is going to be. Yeah, and yeah. And I get to tell her after service how good the message was. I get, like, an inside <laughs> preview because I need the PowerPoints. And so I get, like, that inside preview of how she's showing these notes. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Like, you really want to, like, take good notes on this one, you know. Um, but I wasn't sure how this one was kind of going, going to go. Um, but when he was talking about it and then we were just talking about, like, the the – Pastor Tony talks about in this message about shepherds because that's what a pastor um, is supposed to reflect um, mm -hmm. is like a shepherd. Um, and so he, he talks about the difference between um, pastors that don't understand the dynamic of a church where you have a pastor that is the shepherd. They have more of like a cowboy and herd type Pretty instead yeah. of a pastor or shepherd and sheep mm -hmm. um so like shepherds lead the flock while cowboys drive the herd shepherds love their flock and care for them while cowboys use force and fear sheep follow the shepherd while cattle are driven mm -hmm. uh and that was one of the things that pastor Twain was talking about we're not we're not steer he doesn't need to drive us um and force us with fear or anything else um he we are the sheep and he is our shepherd and he is um, helping lead us into dire the direction that he feels like God is showing him, um, but not to do it in any way that like a cowboy does with forcing the herd, you know, no forcing there. And um, that relationship is a relational relationship. Mm -hmm. There's no way around that. Like you've got to trust the shepherd in order to be led by the shepherd. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just seeing, like, I'm reading this book right now on, and you'll probably remember it. Cause you were, I think you, I listened to, um, audible <laughs> because that's usually how I can get my reading. And I, I think I've said that many times before we both do that. Um, it's hard when you have three children and you know, all the things going on to sit down and actually read a book and focus. Or your downtime's on the road while you're driving. Or your downtime or is on, on the, the road. Yard, like or... for you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for me, it's like, I just can't focus in, in a house full of, of Kids. all sorts of stuff going on, um, yelling, whatever they're doing it with each other. Um, so I listened to the audible on the other day, I was listening to the chapter. It's a peace, um, study that I'm doing with, it's actually with the author of the book. Mm -hmm. And so I've been listening to the chapters and the other day, the chapter was called trail angels. And it was literally talking about, I had never heard it, like, type in if you've heard of Trail Angels before, because I didn't, I had never heard of this. Have you heard of no. So, I had never heard of Trail Angels, of course. I'm not, like, a hiker. <laughs> I don't do, like, the, I'm, I mean, like, I like the outdoors, but I am not what She you avoids call, strenuous physical activity. Yes. My cardio <clears throat> is running late. Okay. That's, that's my, that's. That's it. I don't run outside for fun. I don't, don't join marathons or 5Ks or anything like that. Um, and I'm just not much of like a let's get out there and let's hike the woods type person. You know, like that just doesn't sound fun to me. Um, I like to have air conditioning. <laughs> anyway. Trail angels. Trail angels. So part of trail angels is with... It goes with people that go on trails. So there are all, I mean, we all hear about this all the time, all these people going on hikes. I mean, 
Um, Pastor Tony's went on a hike um, through the trail of Appalachian Mountains for the um, Appalachian Trail. Appalachian Trail for the um, Keith and Alicia with their yeah. can't think of Dream, Dream Center. Center. Dream Center. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and some other people have done that from our church too. So we hear all the time about like it's a big thing right now. Like I feel like it's more of a thing now than it used to be. Um, but people go like they set up and they get ready and they get their packs and they get everything ready. They have their backpacks loaded because once they go into these trails, a lot of times they're in there for a long time, you know, days, weeks, depending on how long of a trail that they're going on. A lot of them are up and down all over. And so the trail angels purpose is literally to come in the trail angels don't come in with their own backpacks. They don't come in with their own um, of gear or equipment or anything. Mm-hmm. They literally come in like just themselves. They prep before they leave, like they're ready to go. But then they come in and they find people that are on the hike that need to take that load. They need to take that load yeah, off. Right. <laughs> so they come and carry their load for them for however long they need to help them to the next point. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what their job is. <laughs> like, I had no idea. I'd never heard mm-hmm. of trail angels before, but it was talking about in this study that when we deal with life, mm-hmm. we need to be each other's trail angels occasionally. Yeah. And when we were talking about this sermon and um, and just listening to it several different times, I just got that image of, you know, pastors are like that. Like, Pastor Tony mm-hmm. is, like, our trail angel quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no, like, he had bout, he has bouts of depression yeah. because, he talked about a few weeks ago, <clears> because <throat> it's a... He's having his own problems and our problems. It's like, yeah, he's yeah. just so compassionate. He's he's taking mm-hmm. on our stuff. And, and that is so true, like, because that's yeah. exactly what a trail angel does for those people that are hiking. Takes that load. Yeah. And pastors do that they take the load and you don't realize sometimes and I think I never really realized it until um we began in ministry and realizing how quickly you do take on like what other people Mm -hmm. are dealing with because you want to help you want to do whatever you can yeah so um so it's very easy to get into that point where You just, you're taking everything on and you're not realizing that you're taking it all on. So remember that, that Pastor Tony is like our trail angel quite a bit. And think about how many of us there are Mm -hmm. that he is being a trail angel for a lot. That's good. That's a, that's a lot Mm -hmm. to, um, to take on. And I just thought like that, that whole like vision Mm -hmm. of a trail angel just really hit me the other day when I was listening to that. I was like, wow, I had never heard of that. Mm -hmm. But like. To take nothing with you just so that you could take the load Mm -hmm. of someone else. And I mean, and that's what we should be doing for them as well. Like Pastor Tony and Michelle, we should be doing Mm -hmm. that for them as well. We should be their trail angels because they have a lot of things on them. And it works, you know, both ways. And I don't want to get that practical application for me to get make that practically apply. How do we come into that conversation? How do we come into that with as a trail angel with nothing with us. And that's yeah. to me, that's more of we go into the situation not bringing our own problems to the person we already yeah. know is loaded. Yeah. We're coming in just to guide just to them 
help them. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, this even goes back to marriage because like I had something for a while. I was trying, always tried probably the first set five to seven years of marriage. I always came in trying to fix Jenny's problems. <laughs> And she laughs because it's true. I, mean, I literally try to fix her problems. He's a problem solver by, by nature. So. Just what I do. And I wanted it to be the same thing for her, especially for my wife. I wanted to be the problem solver. Not realizing she didn't need a problem solver. She just needed someone to come in, take her burdens for a little while. Yeah. Just to listen for a little while. She didn't need advice. Mm-hmm. She didn't need answers. She would ask me if she needed an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, she just needed a trail angel to come alongside her. Walk the trail yeah. with her and whatever she's going through. And a lot of times, to be a trail angel, though, we have to go, hey, I'm not going to bring my problems into the conversation today. Yeah. I'm just here to let you unload. Yeah. I'm just here to let you vent. Mm-hmm. And I think our pastor needs that, too. Yeah. I'm trying to be and intentional then, about doing yeah. that for our pastor. Walk in and go, hey, pastor, and what's like, bothering you today? Yeah. And like then just like that, like what you were just saying, like the practical application to be a trail angel for someone else, like, and I mean, this goes for anybody, mm-hmm. not just pastor, but we're talking about pastor appreciation. So, mm-hmm. um, but for anybody, um, it could be a smile. It could be a, Hey, how are you? Just that mm-hmm. you notice that person. Cause we don't know how many times and oh, we yeah. don't realize how many times, um, people feel like they're not noticed. Yeah. And so just to be noticed, like you said, like, Hey pastor, like, how are you feeling? Like, is everything good? Like, is there something I can do for you? How can I pray for How you today, Pastor? How can I pray for you? Yeah, because he's always asking everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, and keeping everybody else in prayers. But what can I pray with you about? You know, mm-hmm. um, just all those practical things that we don't think about. We go along our busy lives and we don't think um, about what's going on with mm-hmm. other people. And one of the things we were talking about in Sunday school with the youth was we're doing the spiritual discipline we've talked about with them and um one of the things it was talking in the uh we were talking about reading and studying god's word together um and one of the things that it was mentioning was um i didn't bring my bible in here to remember which one it was um i believe it was in um first current yeah it was first corinthians 12 12 through 26 um, but it was talking about like when we're part of the body, cause it kept going over and over in this, in the scripture about being part of the body. Mm-hmm. Um, like to the point where one of the students was reading it out aloud and it like kept saying in one body, one body. And I was like, so what do you think? First of all, <laughs> they were really trying to get the point across that we are one body mm-hmm. in Christ. Um, but it was talking in very, let's see if I can find it. That's my Bible sitting on the, oh. Um, so verse 26, so it's First Corinthians 12, um, 12, yeah, verse 26. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. And something that I had talked about with the youth Sunday with that particular verse is that, like, how often do we not even realize that each other is suffering about with something? Yeah. Um, and that goes back to our pastor. Like, how often do we just go, oh, he's, like, he's leading everybody. He's fine. He's here. He's super pastor. He's here. <laughs> you know, like, we just think because he shows up that everything's <clears throat> fine, but he's 
being our trail angel. So he's coming in, not saying anything about anything that he's got going on. Nothing else like you're talking about mm -hmm. so that he can carry whatever we have in those moments. If he's suffering and his family's suffering, they have something going on. We should all be feeling that too. Mm -hmm. We should all be suffering together. Yeah. This is going and walking together. through it so that we're not alone because mm -hmm. we are not alone. God <clears throat> created us to be relational. He created us to walk through this life together. Well, and once again, plug for small groups. Yeah. Is that we get to and see that in our students a lot of times because we don't get to see it in the church as mm -hmm. a whole. Because, I mean, Sunday mornings, I mean, we, we purposely have the fellowship time beforehand and fellowship time in small groups because – we're locked down mm -hmm. to an hour and a half. I know that's about it. You need people mm -hmm. to pay attention and stay awake for you know for service. Mm -hmm. So we try to pack as much as we can in that hour and a half of service, hour and forty five minutes. Mm -hmm. So we depend on that fellowship, and in that hour and a half, you can't look around and talk and see everybody and see everything that everybody's going going through, and you don't even really notice they're going something unless they go to the altar. Yeah, a lot of times, and then you don't know if they're going to the altar because they're just giving glory to God or they're going yeah. through something. So being a part of that small group gives you the opportunity mm -hmm. to give into others' lives. I mean, the men mm -hmm. were a perfect example. Pastor Tony gave that example Sunday morning. He said, we all got together. We cried together. We learned together. We prayed for each other. And um, I had just learned, and I asked Mr. Mike to pray for one of the other gentlemen because he had shared something with me and earlier in the, in the night that he was going through. Mm -hmm. And it just came down from trying to pick out beds. He said, hey, I can't. I can't sleep because I'm not going to sleep here because I've got to sleep in a softer bed because my, my shoulders bother me. And I'm praying he's healed now. But it's, it's, it came down just, hey, healing each other's problems. I mean, mm -hmm. recognize, go, hey, yeah, I went through that. If somebody can offer advice, great. If not, we offer our prayers. Yeah. And we stop and pray. Again, we're going through each other's burdens. There's other men going through other things. Mm -hmm. And yet, again, we were able to take that moment. But it took us a few minutes. And we stopped probably an hour, hour and a half. During the fish camp one night, and instead of watching TV or watching football, we just stopped and took prayer and share time, essentially, to find out what each other, what was going on with each other. Mm -hmm. We can't do that with 150 people on Sunday morning. No. But when you get in that small group, everybody yeah. gets a moment to share, this is what's going on with me. Yeah. So, plug yeah, it in and small groups. Yeah, because we've done that. Um, like, you started it in, because um, we both have... You leadership know, the leadership teams, teams kids and, and youth leadership teams, and um, we have meetings each month, meeting every mm -hmm. month. Um, and Shout out to our dream teams. Yes, Ooh, we have teams. some awesome dream teams. Um, <clears throat> so he started, I guess, a couple meetings ago. He started, like, asking at the beginning, like, hey, what can we pray with you about what's going on? Like, is there anything mm -hmm. you want to share? And each one, one by one, went around and – we found out that there were some things that, like, we, like, we see these people daily, or not daily, but weekly, sometimes several times a week, because they're on our teams. We talk to them mm -hmm. several times a week, um, back and forth in our messages and everything else, and they were going through some things that we had no idea that they were going through. We learned that our leaders put on really good faces for the students. Yes, That's they are really good trail angels for our <laughs> students and kids, yes. They have all their stuff um, behind at home, and they just come yeah, and serve. Definitely, and um, and so then I started doing it with the kids team, and it was just amazing, like to see how how many things were mm -hmm. going on, and it was like to yeah. me personally, it was like a wow, Jenny, like 
take a step back and like realize that people are living their life and and need prayer and need need help you know um and it was like a moment where it was just like it was a humbling moment for me because I get I'm one of those very task oriented get down to business let's do what we need Mm -hmm. to do I'm just I've always been that way Mm -hmm. um and so for me to take that time out and realize wow like okay, this is something that, like, we need to do more often because mm-hmm. I, I've been glazing over this all this time. Um, so just taking that time to ask people, like, yeah. what's what's up? Like, do you need prayer for anything? What can I help you with? What can I pray with you with for um, just to remember that? To respond to Mike's question, he said, do you think God has special armor and extra power for the shepherd knowing that all he has to deal with? When, and I'm going to say special armor, no. Our armor, I think, is just the same for us as it is for everyone else. The difference is we just know we have to be intentional going yeah, in to put it on. Yeah. I mean, we have to be more, even more intentional than everyone else. I mean, a lot of times we just go about everybody's day, but it'd be more intentional to know, especially pick up the sword of the Spirit. We have yeah. to know the Word for the situation that you're going to face that mm-hmm. day yeah. and knowing how that applies. I mean, I, I, I do podcasts. A lot of times I, I'll, I'll miss getting into the youth um, Bible plan in the morning times because I'll do two or two folks on the family podcast, one for parenting and one for um, marriage podcast that feed helps feed me as well as helps equip me for ministry as well. I can't tell how many examples I've been able to pull from that. <laughs> yeah. And then I do a, a daily biblical man pod, um, podcast talking about 365 Christian men, shout out. Um, yeah. And it just talks about Christian men that have gone before us and what they did and how they battled. And so extra power, maybe. Uh, I think each of us, well, each obviously have a unique gift mm-hmm. that each of us have. I mean, Mr. Mike, I'm going to sit and shout out to you. I mean, you get, you are the encourager. That is your gift. I'm not great about going out to people and giving encouragement. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that as yeah. it's not one of my skill sets. So you yeah, get I constantly <laughs> making an intentional plug, going out there and, and giving that. So each yeah. of us have our own gifts. So I'm going to say that's your superpower is encouragement. Mm-hmm. For us, each of us have our own encouragement. And maybe the fact that we have broader shoulders or stronger legs to carry the, mm-hmm. carry the load, but our armor is the same. We just have to be intentional about putting it on. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too, just the intentionality of it. Um, Because you do have, and I think that's how a lot of pastors get uh, burned out Mm -hmm. and leave and don't. um, We were listening to something. I can't even remember what it was we were listening to the other day, but it was something that was talking about, like, how many, um, oh, it was uh, Bob Goff. I don't know how many of you know Bob Goff. Um, he's the one like the love does the mm. all the happy love. <laughs> I can't think of what the the biggest one is of his book that's really popular. Um, he's just a super happy guy. Mm. Um, but he in his podcast he has people on. And the other day he had um, a pastor that was literally um, had been pastoring for 18, 18 19 years. Mm. Um, I believe he launched the church too that he that he was pastoring at, um, and he decided to step down to go and actually help pastors, like creating like <laughs> an entire like um, kind of like a curriculum in a way, I guess, a or a discipleship yeah. program for pastors. Like just kind of like he saw the need of hey, I can do this better than I can do this, and yeah. so he stepped away from that. It was straight up like same line as Pastor Tony was talking about. Essentially, yeah. it was a curriculum for pastors and leaders yeah. to do exactly what Pastor Tony was talking about, making disciples. Yeah. 
And, um, but he was talking about in that podcast, they were talking about that, um, this pastor is like 41, mm-hmm. um, which I was like, wow, that's not much older. Dream big podcast. Like, that was not for dream big. Yeah. That's it. That's his latest book. Dream big is his latest book. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking about in, in that the pastor that he was talking to said that he's, you know, like 41 and that generation of pastors that went before Genics. him. That in and with him, that Gen X, there's like hardly any of them still pastoring mm-hmm. because they got burned out because mm-hmm. they didn't take up their and put on their armor every day. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't intentional about that and it burned them out. And I think that that and that's what they were talking about in that podcast was that the intentionality of making sure. That you're showing up every day, but not by yourself. You're showing yeah. up every day with the Holy Spirit, with mm-hmm. um, God directing you, because that's the only way you can do it. And I think that that's what a lot of has yeah. happened with a lot of we've seen over the last several years, especially in the last couple with yeah. the pandemic, um, how quickly people, uh, pastors especially, yeah. have been just, it's been sure. too much for them. And it's important. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I mean, I did some little bit of work while on the fishing trip, but I knew for me, like, I needed it. I told you, and she looked at me, she goes, you need it. Go, yeah, get out of the house, was, go, go on this there trip. There was no question about that. Yeah, there was no question. I, I needed it, and I needed to get away. And because between church and work, it was one of those things, just like Pastor Tony said, with working on our rooms, and he just knew how much we were working, and he said, go away, get off. Go take a Sunday off. Mm-hmm. Go take a the week off. Actually, he didn't say take Sunday off. I, we just sort of disobeyed. Yeah. We do, there's, there's a little more work we're, going we're on. We're going to do what he said in a couple weeks. Yes, we're still, <laughs> we're taking, we're, we're still taking a little more time off in a couple yeah. weeks. But we just know that there's certain times that go, you get close to reaching burnout. Yeah. And it's not just ministry burnout. It's life burnout. Mm-hmm. I was talking to someone this week, and, and they're almost like they were ashamed to talk about it. Or someone else was telling me that someone had reached a point of burnout. And I was like... I hate it that they're not bringing it out and just talking to us because, you know, hey, please, by all means, come talk to us. There is no shame in burnout. It's life. Life has been absolutely insane. If if life wasn't busy enough already last year or the year before that, rebuilding your homes and going through all that. Some of your students are rebuilding your homes. Some of you just now finally got a home. Mm -hmm. And now on top of all that, now you're dealing with mass pandemic and and the price of groceries going through the roof. I mean, Hello. I mean, gas prices going up. I mean, life gets burned out. Sometimes we just need to take some time off, yeah. get a can of Smucker's peanut butter and jelly mix and a, and a loaf of bread and stay home. Yeah. You know, save money on your budget, save money on driving around, grab a bag of potato chips and some peanut butter and jelly, stay home yeah. and sit on the porch and relax. Mm-hmm. Um, because you just need to get off the road. <laughs> you yeah. quit driving with all the other crazy stressed out people on the road and take some time off. Yeah. Go to the beach. Yeah. And it, if you can I, avoid the drivers and go to a peaceful part of the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. When nobody else is there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go this weekend. It was my game with my weekend. That was not the weekend to go. Um, yeah. And I, I agree. Like, I, I, there's nothing to be ashamed about if you are burned out, if you're anxious, if you're depressed. None of that is to be ashamed mm-hmm. because, and just like Pastor Tony talked about a couple weeks ago in the depression series, it is no different than me having to have a prescription for glasses. Like mm-hmm. it's something that our body is going through that we have to recognize, to recognize. Mm-hmm. and um, 
this peace study that I've been doing, it's on anxiety and motherhood. And um, it's been said over and over in that study, the same thing that Pastor Tony said, it's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, we all go through those moments because, first of all, we were never promised that this was going to be an easy breezy swim through, like, to the other side time and it's all going to be over with and, and everything's good. Um, and I think that we forget that sometimes too. Mm -hmm. And we think we're supposed to be able to do everything and, and not have any problems, but we don't all have the answers. No, we don't have unlimited energy. No, we're all dependent upon Jesus Christ and we all need the Holy spirit empowering us to live. Yes. And, I can say and the world doesn't have any of, of those things, so right. don't look to, to what's going on there because you're the not going to find any of yeah. what you need there. And don't be afraid sure. to seek answers. I say that. I said I live off podcasts, and mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I was given someone this morning I was talking to just recognized yeah. they needed someone to talk to, and uh, I was given those answers. Said, hey, you know what? This is a great podcast. It's helped me. I hope it helps you. Take it or leave yeah. it. You don't have to. I mean, we. We, we, all the yeah. time we talk about supplements we take for you know bone bone healing and vitamin C and B12 for energy. It's like collagen. Hey, I just put that out there today. Yeah. Chicks are thinking about <laughs> collagen. Must be on throw online, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, but shout out to me if you if you know something that works, hey, share it. If you know someone that is going through something, share yeah. something to help them. Be it be a trail angel for somebody. I mean, yeah. everyone needs that time yeah. to just disconnect and go. Yeah. And take some time, um, you know, obviously a couple weeks ago was past appreciation, and um, I know mm-hmm. that Pastor Tony and Ms. Sherry felt very appreciated afterward, but, you know, we don't too. let it, we, yeah, we Thank felt very all appreciated all the too, yes. we, we received. Um, and all the pastoral staff felt very appreciated, mm-hmm. um, but especially for Pastor Tony and Ms. Sherry, don't let it just be like a once a year, once a year <laughs> thing, like, you know, mm-hmm. Take a time when it's like one of those like random weeks that there's not really anything going on and just, you know, like check in on them and make mm-hmm. sure that they're doing all right. Because I know Miss Sherry is. Take them to um, lunch. Yeah, take them to lunch. <laughs> Get them some of their favorite snacks. Because um, I know Miss Sherry has a, a load on her too because it's not easy being a teacher. I've been there and I don't even know how they're doing it now <laughs> in the, the last couple of years since. Um, I've been out because it's just gotten crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know that life's hard for her just on a daily basis with what they have to deal with as teachers. Um, mm-hmm. And that combined with being your trail angel as the pastor's wife <laughs> and also taking on everybody's um, burdens and stuff. So just encourage them anytime that you get a chance because, we want to come to them with more encouragement than complaints. Because sometimes things get <laughs> a little too just complain, complain, complain. And, you know, and that's what Pastor Tony said in, in this message. I know we didn't get to the points, but I think we got got yeah. the point. <laughs> um, that, that was one of the things that he talked about was, you know, we can't do everything that everybody has an idea for. So don't take that out on, on them just because. And if you they have an idea and you're willing to step in and do it, by all means, we had, I was yeah. giving a shout out to Lacey and Ben Logue. They Absolutely, saw yes. a gap of our seventh through eleventh graders not having a small group because we did a we, Jenny and I are doing a fifth and sixth grade small group called Club Fifty Six. Mm-hmm. Shelby and Seth owned uh, are owning our senior group mm-hmm. and and meeting with them once a month. And yeah. then 
She just said, well, what do we have for 7th through 11th? I said, I don't have anything yet. I don't have anything to lead it yet. And she said, can we take it? By all means. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you see something in our church that needs to be done and you go, hey, I can do it, bring it up. Mm-hmm. Ask us if you can take it and run with it because most likely we're going to say yes. As long yeah. as you're willing to take it and keep it, recruit some helpers with it and do yeah. it, by all means do it. Yeah. And also, if you're feeling burned out as a volunteer, we understand a lot of us are. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Go, hey, yeah. in a couple of weeks, can you mind finding someone to fill in for me for a week, mm-hmm. week or two? Or maybe even say, hey, I've, I'm getting burned out. Can I find someone to do this every other week with me and team up with me? And we may say, we don't have anybody right now. We may say, hey, give us a little while. Or, yeah, in two weeks, I can give you a, a Sunday off or a Wednesday off. Please tell us. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to come yeah. to us and go, hey, I can't do this anymore because I'm burned out. We don't want you to get to that point as a volunteer. We love our yeah. dream team. We know yeah. we reach that point. We know you guys reach that point. You're doing full time jobs just as we are. Yeah. Um, we understand. So please, yeah, definitely. We don't, don't want the dream team to be burned out either. No, <laughs> we don't want anybody to be burned out. We got too much no. kingdom work going that's got to happen. We don't need anybody burned out. Everybody's got to be on their yep. a game. Their a game, yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna end with end. Do you want anything else? Yeah. No, I okay. mean I think I feel like I talked a little much. So. Well, I'm gonna end with the same thing Pastor Tony said. Pray for us, pray for our church, for health, for peace, protection, rest, wisdom, and our families. Mm-hmm. Because we'll never turn down a prayer. No. <laughs> we'll never turn down prayer. Um, and our pastor and our other, past, the other pastoral staff, they'll never turn down prayer. Mm-hmm. We'll take all the prayer we can get. We all have our own things going on. Our spouses have things going on. Um, so mm-hmm. just be in prayer. Yeah. So pray for your church. Yes. Pray for our families. And be a trail angel. And we're praying for you. <laughs> So, yeah, yes, be each other's trail angels. So, and thank you for joining us tonight for two yes. together. Thank you for encouraging us on Pastor Appreciation Sunday. Shout out to your pastor. Thank you for our Pastor Tony for all you do for us yeah. and to your family. We love you guys. We're praying for you. Yep. Good night. Good night. <laughs>